there. Welcome to another life-transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwit Achero. Now, I want us to go to what we're going to be praying today about. We've prayed for grace. We have sanctified ourselves. We've prayed for peace. And so we want to progress further. Remember, we are praying 1 Corinthians. And we are praying, you know, if we finish, we'll continue praying 2 Corinthians. So that's where we are. We're just praying and seeking the face of God from this book, 1 Corinthians. Now, today I want to focus on verse 4, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 4. Paul says, I thank my God always concerning you. Just give me a minute. I move this closer. Beautiful. All right. Paul says, I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given to you by Christ Jesus, that you were enriched in everything by him in all utterance and all knowledge. I'll just stop there. I thank my God always, not occasionally, but always always, all the time. Paul was full of thanksgiving. He says, I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given to you by Christ Jesus, that you were enriched in everything by him in all utterance and all knowledge. There is something here that Paul mentions that I want us to pray about, and that is thanksgiving. He says, I thank my God always, not seasonally, but always, all the time. I'm thanking God concerning you for the grace which was given to you by Christ Jesus, that you are enriched, you are so blessed in everything. Because of this grace. Remember we prayed about the grace. The grace to be. The grace to stand. The grace to have. The grace to become. All those shades of grace. You know. That you are enriched in everything by him. In all utterance. And all knowledge. So today we want to look at thanksgiving. What is thanksgiving? Thanksgiving is expressing gratitude. It is saying thanks to God for being good to you. God has been good to us. God has been gracious to us. God has done wonderful things to us. God has done marvelous things in our lives and it's important for us to embrace thanksgiving as a lifestyle. Remember Paul said, I give thanks to God always. So for him, thanksgiving was a lifestyle. It was not an occasional activity that he was engaged in. It was a lifestyle. He was always giving thanks to God. And we must inculcate the habit of giving thanks to God all the time. We should be thankful to God all the time. It should be part and parcel of our lives. It should be our character. It should be our attitude 24-7. We should express gratitude to God always because this is what we see in the life of Paul. You see, the natural tendency of a human being, of you and I, is, is to complain, is to murmur, you know, is not to appreciate the goodness of God in our lives. We find it easy to grumble than to be grateful. I need to say that again. We find it easy. It's, it's almost natural, you know, for you to grumble than to be grateful. You see, if you look 
for reasons to complain, you will find them. If you look for reasons to mama, you will find them. If you look for reasons to be gloomy, to be sad and to be mad, you will find them. But also, if you look for reasons to be thankful, you will find countless of them. You will find so many reasons as to why you should be thankful to God. You, should, you will find so many reasons why you should be grateful to God. And that's why we should come to a place where we make, you know, thanksgiving, you know, a lifestyle. We should always thank God. Paul says, I thank God always for you. I pray for you that your mouth, your heart, your life will be full of thanksgiving. It will not be something that you just do occasionally when something good happens in your life. It will be something that you do all the time. You wake up in the morning and you say, thank you, Jesus, for life. I mean, before you go to bed, you say, thank you, Jesus, for giving me victory the entire day. You know, you see your children, you say, thank you, Jesus, for these children. You receive your salary, you say, thank you, Jesus, for the monies that you've given unto me. We should always be filled with thanksgiving. It should be a lifestyle. Amen. Let me show you a story here in Luke chapter 17 and verse 11. This is what the Bible says, Luke chapter 17 and verse 11. You can turn there if you can. You can turn there if you have your Bible. And this is what the Bible says. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And so when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourselves to the priest. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. I mean, this is a powerful miracle. Jesus didn't even lay hands on them. Jesus didn't even rebuke devils. He just told them, okay, I want you to turn and go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they were going, you know, they were cleansed. What a miracle. What a powerful miracle. I'm so glad that they obeyed Jesus. You know, sometimes when God gives us instructions, they don't make sense. Because you expect that he will anoint them. You expect that he will tell them, come here. I want to lay my hands on you and pray for you. But he didn't do that. You see, when you follow God, you have to obey his instructions, even when they don't make sense. It is in obeying God's instructions that you procure your miracle. It is in following after God's instructions in his word concerning your life that you procure your miracle. And God's methods are different. God's methods are not sometimes the way, you know, we think, the way we expect he should move in our lives. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. The way God thinks is not the way we think. The way God moves is not the way sometimes we expect him to move. We desire the move of God, but sometimes when God moves in an unorthodox, an orthodox manner rather, he, we, we get confused. We don't understand, you know, how he moves. But let me tell you, all you need to do is to obey his instructions. Sometimes he can come to you in, an, 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 a, in a way that you don't expect, an orthodox manner. You don't expect an conventional way. You don't expect him to move that way. You don't expect him to move that way. You don't expect him to speak that way, but he's still God. And he can give you an instruction that doesn't make sense at all. All you need to do is to follow him, is to flow with him. And I love what this, you know, leprous man did. 
You know, you know, when you have leprosy, you expect that somebody will do something on your skin. But they just obeyed. Jesus did not touch them. Jesus did not even call them close. Jesus did not even anoint them. He just told them, go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they were going, as they went, the Bible says they were cleansed. Then verse 15 is a sad, sad, sad verse in this story. Bible says, and one of them, remember how many were they? They were 10. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he returned. And with a loud voice, look at him, he was not ashamed to say things. With a loud voice, he glorified God and fell down on his face, on, on his face at his feet, giving thanks. Look at him, look at his disposition. He came back, he was not like the rest who just went and celebrated their victory, celebrated their healing. This guy came back, he fell on his face at Jesus' feet and giving thanks, he glorified God with a loud voice. And look, the Bible says here, he was a Samaritan. He was not even a Jew, he was a Samaritan. He was a Gentile, yet you can see that he did what Jesus did not even expect from him. And verse 17, so Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God expect, except this foreigner? He was even a foreigner. And he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. He became whole. Through thanksgiving, he became whole. The other ones were healed. But this one, through thanksgiving, he was not just healed, but he became whole. He was made well. Look at the questions that Jesus is asking here. Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? Jesus was surprised that after these guys received this kind of a miracle, only one came back. You see, when you look at leprosy, let's just look at this disease for a moment. Leprosy, you know, causes nerve damage. Leprosy, you know, can cripple your hands and your feet. Leprosy causes paralysis and blindness. And in those days, there was no cure for lep lep uh, leprosy. There was no cure for leprosy in those days. This was a goal case these guys knew that they were going to die of leprosy then they meet a man and this man speaks healing in their lives you will expect that all of them will be grateful you will expect that all of them will come to Jesus fall on his fall at his feet and be grateful but only one is the one who came back to say thank you it shows how the miracle that he has he had procured in their lives it is very sad that a greater majority of those who were healed, never came back to appreciate Jesus for the miracle in their lives. They were not grateful. It's only one. And that is the ratio that we see in the world today. A lot of people are not grateful. A lot of people are not thankful. A lot of the greater majority of the people that we have, they have a short memory. They are not grateful to God. They don't remember what God has done for them. They don't even remember what God has done for them that money could not do, that connections could not do, you know, that their job could not do. They don't remember that what God, what God has done in their lives was miraculous. 
It was a miracle. It, is, it was a miracle that they got that healing. It was a miracle that they even got married. It was a miracle that they got a baby. It was a miracle that they got that job. It was a miracle that they got that house. It was a miracle that they were able to buy that land. Many people don't realize. They forget we have a short memory. We forget that God has been good and gracious to us. And you look at this ratio, it is worrying. When you look at this ratio, only one out of the 10 came back to give thanks unto the Lord. And today, ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> we want to pray that we can be thankful. We want to increase this ratio because it's a sad ratio. It's a sad reality in our world today that very few people are thankful. Very few people are grateful to God for what he has done in their lives. Through thanksgiving, we're going to push this ratio. I pray that city of transformation, it will be filled by grateful people. The city of transformation church will be filled by grateful people. Our society, our city, our nation will be filled with grateful people. We will never forget what God has done for us. We will never forget the miracles he has procured in our lives. We will never forget the victories he has given unto us. We will never forget the breakthroughs he has released in our lives. We will never forget the anointing that he has released upon our lives for us to be able to do the work of the ministry. We will never forget even the promotion that God has brought upon our life. I pray that we'll be like this one guy who came back you know, glorified God with a voice, with a loud voice, fell at the feet of Jesus and gave thanks because of what God had done in his life. Somebody type in the comment section and just write, I will never forget. I will not forget what God has done for me. I will not forget what God has procured in my life. I will not forget the breakthroughs that God has granted me. I will not forget the miracles that God has released in my life. I will not forget the healing that God has brought in my body. I will not forget the wonderful children that God has given unto me. I will not forget the great, great blessings that God has unleashed in my life. Let us be like this one guy who ran back to Jesus. Because he realized if Jesus didn't show up at the nick of time, leprosy could have killed him. Leprosy could have destroyed him. Leprosy could have eaten up, you know, his, his nerves, his hands, his fingers, his toes, his feet. I mean, he was thankful and that's why he looked for Jesus. It was not Jesus looking for him. You see, when it comes to being thankful, you should be the one going to God, not God looking for you and wondering. Look at the question Jesus is asking. It's like Jesus is looking for the, for the nine. He's looking for them. It should not be God looking for you. It should be you looking for God. It should be for you. It should be you looking for opportunities to be thankful to God all the time. It should be you going into the presence of God, lifting up your hands with tears rolling down your cheeks, telling God, thank you. Thank you for life. Thank you for blessings. Thank you for victory. It should be you looking for opportunities to come into the presence of God that you may express your gratitude to him. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to challenge you to be grateful to God. I want to challenge you today, like Paul, we should give thanks to God always in the name of Jesus. Psalms chapter 100 and verse 4, the Bible says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his holy name. 
We should enter his gates with thanksgiving. We should approach God with thanksgiving. We should come before him, you know, with thanksgiving. Not murmuring, not complaining, not grumbling. We should come before him with thanksgiving because God has done amazing things in our lives. If you can look over your shoulder, you can see that God has done an amazing things in your life. He has blessed you. He has protected you. He has elevated you. He has promoted you. He has made a way for you where there is no way. We should be grateful to God. Hallelujah. Jeremiah chapter 30. Verse 18 to 20, the Bible says, Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will bring back the captivity of Jacob's tents, and have mercy on his dwelling place, and have mercy on his dwelling places. The city shall be built upon its own mound, and the palace shall remain according to its own plan. Then out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, all right? And the voice of those who make merry, and I will multiply them, and they shall not diminish. They shall not be few. I will also glorify them, and they shall not be small. Their children also shall be as before, and their congregation shall be established before me, and I will punish all who oppress them. You can see here that God expects thanksgiving from us because of the many blessings he unleashes in our lives. God expects thanksgiving from each and every one of us because of the awesome things that he has done and he is going to do and he is doing in our lives. We are thanking God for what he has done. We are also thanking God for what he's doing. And we are also thanking God for what he's going to do. Very, very important. We should always be grateful to God. Amen. And so purpose today that you will be a, you'll be a believer who is full of thanksgiving. You will be a sister, a brother in the church who is full of thanksgiving. You will always give thanks to the Lord. You will always honor God. You will always thank God for what he has done. I mean, look at what, the, what God has done in your life and just be thankful to him. Even as I'm speaking right now, some of you can remember. Can remember how God has been good to you. Can remember how God picked you from the miry clay. Can remember how God saved you from death. You can remember how God delivered you from disease and sicknesses. You can remember how God broke chains off your life. You can remember where you were and where you are now. Oh man, and, 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 and in your heart, you can feel that stirring to be thankful to God. We should also be thankful to God for what he's doing now. When you look at your life, you can see the work of God in your life. You can see the hand of God in your life. You can see the grace of God at work in your life. The things that he's doing in your life right now. He is blessing you. He is favoring you. He is lifting you. He is, I mean, releasing joy in your life. He has put you in a wonderful church where you have met wonderful people, where you are enjoying wonderful teachings and you are enjoying wonderful worship, where you are you're, you're growing spiritually, you are being trained for the ministry. There are things God has done in your life and there are things God is doing in your life and you need to be grateful. And also you need to be grateful for the things that God has promised to do in your life. He hasn't done them yet, but it's good to be thankful. It's good to be thankful because God is going to bless you. God is going to bless you. It's good to be thankful that God is going to elevate you. It's good to be thankful because God is going to do amazing things in your life. He has promised us so many things. Even if those things have not materialized, we have to be thankful to God because we know that he is committed to his word. And whatever he has said, he's going to fulfill it in our lives. 
Hallelujah. For a minute, I want you to raise your hands and just be thankful wherever you are. Just tell God, thank you. Remember where you're coming from. Remember where you are. Remember where you're going and just be thankful to God. Just whisper thanksgiving to God. Just whisper thanksgiving to God for, 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 a, for, a, for a, short, a short while. Just whisper thanksgiving to God. Just tell God, thank you. In your, some of you are in your offices. Just thank God for that office. Some of you are in your car. Thank God for that car. Some of you are in your house. Thank God for that house. Be thankful to God because he's a great God. Some of you are with your children. They are running in between your legs. Be thankful to God. Be thankful to God. Some of your parents are still alive. Be thankful to God. There are people here, their parents died. Some of them didn't even know their parents. Be thankful to God. If you look for things to complain about, you will see them. But also, if you look for things to thank God for, you will see countless of them around you and in your life. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God for your pastor. Thank God for your leaders. Thank God for your church. Thank God for your shepherd. Thank God for your prophet. Thank God for salvation. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. There's so many things that we can be thankful to God for. Hallelujah. Amen. And so let's go deeper and see what we can be thankful to God and pray. And I will continue with this in the evening. So you better come at South Fremont. We'll continue and pray and thank God for the many things that he has done in our lives. The first thing that I want us to thank God for, and we're going to pray, we're going to thank God because of his goodness. God has been good. We're going to thank God for his goodness. He has been good to you. He has been good to your family. He has been good to your children. He has been good to your business. Your business has survived COVID-19. God has been good to you. If you can be honest with your life, if you can be honest with some of the things that God has procured for you, you have every reason to realize. You have every reason to thank God because you realize that God has been good to you. So there are three words that explain the goodness of God. There are three words. I love you, Lord, for your mercy never ends. All my life you have been. All my life you have been so, so good. You know that song. Three things that explain the goodness of God. Number one. The goodness of God is explained by the word nutritious. 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 Comes from the word nutrients. Anything nutritious is anything that is giving you vital nutrients. Anything that is giving you vital nutrients is nutritious. It is the giving of vital nutrients for your well-being. Anything that gives you vital uh, nutrients for your well-being is nutritious. Your body requires different types of nutrients so that you can be healthy and you can be strong. Your body requires carbohydrates. Your body requires vitamins. Your body requires um, uh, proteins. Your body requires minerals. Your body requires so many vital, vital nutrients so that you can be healthy and you can be strong. The goodness of God is nutritious. The goodness of God nourishes us. The goodness of God releases the necessary nutrients that we need for us 
to become healthy, to become strong, and to become wise. Psalms chapter 107, verse 8 to 9. This is what the Bible says. Oh, that man will give thanks to the Lord for his goodness. Oh, that man will give thanks to the Lord for his nutrients, spiritual nutrients that make us strong, that make us healthy, that make us wise, that make us discerning. Oh, that man will give thanks to the Lord because of his goodness. And for his wonderful works to the children of men, for he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. It is God that fills and satisfies your soul with goodness. It is the Lord that nourishes your soul. It is the Lord that grants you the nutrients that you need for you to have a strong and healthy soul, for your emotions to be strong, to be healed, for your mind to be strong and healed, for your heart to be strong. It is God that introduces these nutrients to your heart and to your life. That's why the Bible says, all oh, that man will give thanks to the Lord because of his goodness. Without God's goodness, you will be a weak soul. Without God's goodness, you will be a malnourished soul. Without God's goodness, you will suffer spiritual marasmus. Without God's goodness, you will be so weak that the devil will just take you out. Without God's goodness, without the... Ladies and gentlemen, I wish I had time to work this. You see, the, in, the nutrients that you receive from God's word are the ones that make even witchcraft not to get to you because you are so fortified in the spirit. You are so strong in the spirit that no witch can bring you down. No power of witchcraft can bring, can bring you down. Even demons cannot bring you down because you are so strong. You are so energetic in the spirit. The goodness of God has introduced the necessary nutrients that you need for your soul and for your spirit. You are fortified from within that no power from hell can be able to bring you down. No scheme from hell can be able to destroy you. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you're like me. I'm not afraid of witches. I'm not afraid of witchcraft. I'm not afraid of wizards. They can run all they want to do around my house. They can even run a hundred times. I will still sleep soundly. They can drop eggs at my doorstep. I will still sleep, you know, soundly. They can do whatever they want to do. They can leave a dead chicken in my farm. They can do whatever they want to do. But let me tell you, I am fortified by the goodness of God. I have been fortified in my spirit by the goodness of God. Hallelujah. No weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. God has fortified me. God has strengthened me. God has provided a, a wall of fire around me. I am strong. I am energetic. Not in my own power, but through the goodness of God. His goodness introduces the necessary components that you need for your soul and for your spirit, for you to be strong, for you to be fortified, for you to be energetic, for you to be able to conquer the works of darkness. Hallelujah. May you be satisfied by the goodness of God. May you be fortified by spiritual vitamins. Hallelujah. May you be fortified by spiritual vitamins. May you get spiritual carbohydrates, spiritual proteins, spiritual minerals, spiritual vitamins to fortify your spirit against every demonic onslaught in the name of Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to understand 
that the goodness of God introduces nutrients, introduces nutrients. If I give a, you see, the Bible here says he satisfies the longing soul. You see, before you were born again, there were things you were going after to satisfy you. There were things you were running after to satisfy your soul. That's why people were drinking alcohol. That's why people were smoking ban. That's why people were sleeping around because there was something they were looking for to satisfy themselves. That's what some people did at threesome to try and satisfy the craving in their hearts. I'm not afraid to say some things. That's why some people went to witch doctors because they wanted prosperity. They wanted to be to feel protected. Some people bought love potions. They wanted to, you know, to fall in love or they wanted to keep their marriage. But let me tell you, when you are in contact with the goodness of God, you receive the nutrients that are in the goodness of God. And those nutrients will fortify you. Those nutrients will strengthen you. Those nutrients will empower you. Those nutrients will introduce supernatural strength and health in your life and in your body so that you can be able to withstand the works of darkness. Where do we get those nutrients from? We, got the, we get the nutrients from the Word of God. It's the Word of God that makes us healthy. Is the word of God that makes us strong. Is the word of God that makes us to be anointed so that we can be able to overcome the works of darkness. Hallelujah. So we are going to thank God because the goodness of God possesses the nutrients that we need for us to be strong and energetic. Hallelujah. We need to thank God for his word because his word is the milk that we need to be strong. His word is the meat that we need to be strong. That's why you have to fall in love with God's word. You have to study God's word. You have to go deeper in God's word. You have to believe God's word. You have to meditate on God's word. And you have to practice God's word as the word of God penetrates your heart, as the word of God penetrates your life. The word of God releases the nutrients that you need for you to be a strong person. Oh, I thank God for his goodness. I thank God for his goodness. Secondly, the word goodness, the word goodness, there are three words, remember I told you, that explain the word goodness. The word goodness is also explained by the word flavorful or flavor. It's explained by the word flavorful or flavor. You know, when I was in high school, I used to play hockey and they used to call me flavor. The reason why they used to call me flavor is because of my dribbling skills. Um, I was a great dribbler when playing hockey and maybe that's the reason why i love golf because it's almost the same same technique your eye has to be on the ball and that ball is very very small it's a white small ball and your eyes has to be on it so the second one that describes goodness the goodness of god is flavor hallelujah the flavor of god the flavor you see flavor introduces you know taste to the food flavor brings a sweet aroma to the food. Flavor brings beautiful ambience around us. So the goodness of God introduces a good taste in our lives. The goodness of God is what has brought about flavor in our lives because we were detestable. We were stinking. We were rotten. We were broken. We were hopeless. Nobody even wanted to look at us twice. And let me tell you, I've been a pastor for many, many years. I have seen people who came to church. They didn't even know how to dress. People who came to church, they looked older than their ears. They had aged prematurely, prematurely. I mean, a guy was 60. A guy was 16, but he looked 60. 
And many of us, when we came to church, that's how we were. I've been a pastor and I'm, I'm saying the truth. I have seen it. I have seen sisters who came to church and I thought they were in their 50s or 60s. But after the word of God began working in their lives, something changed. And it's like the word of God reduced their outlook from a 60-year-old woman to a 20-year-old woman. It is the power of the goodness of God. It is the power. It introduces flavor in our lives. The power of the goodness of God brings flavor in our lives. Some people came to church, they were broken, they were hopeless. Didn't even know how to dress. Didn't even know how to conduct themselves. They didn't even have manners. They didn't even have etiquette. But the word of God introduced the goodness of God in their lives that transformed them totally. And now when you look at them, you are amazed. You are surprised. That is the goodness of God. The goodness of God brings flavor in our lives. And we're going to thank God for his goodness. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good because his goodness introduces flavor in our lives. May you receive the flavor of the goodness of God this afternoon. May the goodness of God introduce a sweet aroma around you in the name of Jesus. May the goodness of God brings a beautiful, may it bring a beautiful ambience around you in the name of Jesus. May people look at you and may they see that you smell good. May they see, may they feel, may they, may, 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 may they smell a sweet aroma out of you in the name of Jesus. May they look at you and may they see the beauty, you know, the handsomeness that has been brought out through the goodness of God. May the goodness of God flavor your life today in the name of Jesus. Some of us, we were rotten. Some of us, we had a pungent smell. Some of, that, some of us, we were hopeless. Some of us, we were dirty. It is the goodness of God that cleaned us up. It is the goodness of God that perfumed us. It is the goodness of God, you know, that released spiritual cologne upon our lives. And now we look handsome. We look beautiful. I mean, people want to be around us. We are comely. Our countenance is comely. We know how to smile. We know how to dress. It is the goodness of God, ladies and gentlemen. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 15, the Bible says, For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. We are the fragrance of Christ. Something has happened. It's like God has put the fragrance of Christ on you. Look at Jesus, how people were attracted to him, how people wanted to be around him, how people thronged him, how people wanted to be where he was. If he was in a house, they wanted to be in that house. The Bible says the same fragrance has been placed upon us. It is the goodness of God. It is the goodness of God. It is the goodness of God. Your goodness is running after. He's running after me. It is the goodness of God upon our lives today. And then lastly, so that we can pray. The last word that describes the goodness of God is benefits or beneficial aspect of the goodness of God. God has granted to us a lot of benefits which should make us to give thanks unto him. The goodness of God is described by the word nutritious, by the word flavor, and by the word benefits. The goodness of God introduces benefits in our lives. Psalms chapter 103 is a scripture that most of us know. Psalms 103 verse 2 to 4. The Bible says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, 
who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. You look younger because of the goodness of God. So the goodness of God is beneficial to us. And we need to thank God because of the benefits that we enjoy through the goodness of God. And this is a catalog of the benefits that we receive through the goodness of God. He forgives all. He has forgiven all our iniquities. No matter what you have done, I want you to know that God has forgiven you when you turned to him in true repentance. He heals all our diseases. Our diseases have been healed. You have no disease, you have no right in my body. I am a recipient of the goodness of God. I enjoy health in the name of Jesus. I claim it and I enjoy it in the name of Jesus. I'm the healed of the Lord and not the sick. I am the healed of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Who heals all your, not some, all your diseases. Cancer is healed, diabetes is healed, high blood pressure is healed. You need to claim it, you need to believe it. You need, to, you, need, you need to connect yourself with the goodness of God. You need to plug into these benefits. He heals all your diseases. If there's anyone here that is sick, may the goodness of God heal that disease right now in the name of Jesus. That cancer be healed. That cancer be healed. That pain be healed. That migraines be healed. That joint pains, arthritis be healed. Kidney failure be healed. Heart problems be healed. Whatever sickness in your body, whatever sickness is in your body, I proclaim may the goodness of God introduce healing in the name of Jesus, who redeems your life from destruction. Your life is redeemed from destruction. You cannot be destroyed. A straight bullet cannot get you because you are a, recipient, you are a recipient of the goodness of God, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things. Hallelujah. Receive good things. May the goodness of God bring you good things, not bitter things, mere love sweet things, but good things in Jesus' name, so that your youth is renewed like that of an ego. May you never age prematurely in the name of Jesus. May your youth be renewed. Eh? May your youth be renewed. May your youth be renewed. May you never die before you die in the name of Jesus. May you never die before you die. May you never resign before you resign. May you never give up before you give up. May you never quit before you quit in the name of Jesus. May you be renewed. May your strength be renewed. May your youth be renewed like that of an ego in the name of Jesus. So we are going to pray and we are going to give thanks. First of all, I want us to give thanks because God is good. Give thanks because God is good. Then I'm going to lead you on how we're going to give thanks before we finish. Open up your mouth, lift up your voice, and begin to thank God for his goodness. I have painted for you what the goodness of the Lord looks like. Thank God for his goodness. Hallelujah. Thank God for his goodness. Thank God for his goodness right now in the name of Jesus. Thank him and appreciate him for his goodness in your family, in your home for your children. Oh, yes, Lord, we give thanks to you. We thank you for being good to us. 
We thank you for being good to us. I thank you for being good to me. I thank you for being good to my family. I thank you for being good to my children. I thank you for being good, oh God, to me even when I'm not faithful, even when I'm not good, even when I'm not following your commands, even when I'm not obeying your word. I thank you for being good to me, oh Lord. Thank you, Lord, for showing me goodness. Thank you, Lord, for I have seen your goodness in my finances. I have seen your goodness in my body. I have seen your goodness in my home. I have seen your goodness in my family. I have seen your goodness in my marriage. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. Be like this one leprous man who came back to say thank you. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your goodness in my business. I thank you for your goodness. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God, for I've tested and seen your goodness. Thank you, O God. I've tested and experienced your goodness over my life. Oh, Lord, I thank you. Oh, Lord, I bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Secondly, I want us to go deeper. I want you to thank God for his word. Thank God for his word because his word brings nutrients, spiritual nutrients upon your life right now. Raise up your voice and begin to thank God for his word, his word, his word, because his word is what brings satisfaction to the longing of our souls. His word brings satisfaction to every hungry soul. Lord, I thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, that you did not leave us without the Bible. You did not leave us with You did not leave us without the scriptures. Oh, Lord, we are grateful for the Bible. All the way from Genesis to Revelation, we are thankful that as we read the Bible, we are able to, we are able to eat, we are able to receive nutrients, spiritual nutrients that make us strong, that make us healthy, that make us energetic, that makes us anointed, that informs us of your will and your purpose concerning our lives. Today, Father, we want to thank you. We thank you for your word, your word that changes us, your word that transforms us, your word that breaks chains of our lives. Your word that nourishes us. Your word, oh God, that heals us. Your word, oh God, that transforms even our thinking. Lord, we are grateful for the nutrients that we get through your word in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your word that satisfies the longing of our hearts. We thank you for your word, oh God, that opens up our eyes to your will and to your purpose concerning our lives. We thank you for your word, O God, that feeds our spirit. We thank you for your word that feeds our soul. We thank you for your word, O God, that, re that, that renews our minds. We thank you for your word, O God, that heals our bodies. We thank you for your word, O God, yes, that changes our finances. We thank you for your word, O God, that makes us strong, that we may be able to overcome the wise of the enemy. We thank you for your word that strengthens us so that when demons come our way, we are able to overcome them. We thank you for your word, oh Jesus, that strengthens us so that the power of witchcraft may never defeat us. We thank you for your word that feeds us to a point where we are not afraid of witches. We are not afraid of wizards. We are not afraid of haters. We are not afraid of people who are jealous of us. We thank you for your word, oh God. We thank you for the nutrients that are in your word. We know, oh God, the reason why we are not deficient of any spiritual nutrient, nutrients is because of your word. Your word 
that has worked in our lives. Come on, raise your voice and be thankful. A lot of people are not thankful, but today you have to be thankful. This is the prayer we are making today. We are being thankful. Don't be like the nine. And many people are like the nine. Don't be like the nine. Open your mouth and be thankful. This is one of the most powerful prayers you'll ever make to God. Be thankful to Him because it catches God's attention when we are thankful. Thank you for the nutrients of the Word of God. Thank you, for the, thank you Lord, for the book of Genesis. Thank you for the book of Exodus, the book of Numbers, the book of Leviticus, the book of Deuteronomy. Thank you for all these books that you have left us with in the Bible. Because as we read these books, we are eating, we are feeding. Our soul is strengthened. Our hearts are strengthened. Our spirits are strengthened. We become strong in the spirit that we may be able to overcome. We may be able to overcome the world. We thank you for the word that feeds our faith. That our faith may be strong. Our faith may be energetic. That we may keep on believing even when things are tough, even when things are difficult. We may, we may keep on believing even when we can't trust you. We thank you for your word, oh God. Thank you for your word that makes us effective in the ministry. We thank you for your word that feeds our soul. So that when trials and temptations come, we are fortified. We are strengthened. We thank you for your word, oh God that fortifies us. We thank you for your word that strengthens us so that when the enemy comes, oh yes, like a flood, we know that the Spirit will raise up a standard. We shall rise above the flood. We thank you for your word that gives us assurance, your word that feeds us in the name of Jesus. Secondly, I want you to thank God because of the flavor that comes into our lives through the goodness of God. Thank God for the flavor that is released in your life through the goodness of God. Hallelujah. My goodness. Thank God for his flavor upon your life. Thank God for his flavor upon your home. Thank God for his flavor. Oh, yes. Thank God that he revoked the smell, the smell of your past. Thank God that he revoked the stench of your blunders, of your sinful lifestyle, the things that you did in the past. Thank God that he was able to revoke that smell. He broke the pungent smell in your life. He turned your life around. He beautified you. He changed you. He released the fragrance of Christ upon your life. Raise your voice and be thankful to God that he perfumed you. He released a spiritual cologne over your life to transform your life and to flavor you that you may be attractive, that you may be attractive that you may be attractive, that you may have taste, that a sweet aroma may be around you, by a, that a lovely ambience, beautiful ambience may be around you in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Thank you, Father, for flavoring our lives. Thank you, oh God, for evoking, for evoking every stench, for breaking every power of the enemy. Yes, over our lives. For removing every taint from our lives. For cutting off every dead thing in our lives that caused us to walk with this smell oh, of our past blunders in the name of Jesus. We are grateful, O oh God. We are thankful, O oh God. I am thankful, O oh God. You did not allow the smell of the past to follow me into my present and my future. I thank you, O oh God. You did not allow, O oh God, the stench of the past to follow me. You did not allow 
the stench of my failure in the past to follow me. You did not allow the ugliness of my blunders to follow me. You broke, you broke the power of the past in my life and delivered me. And Lord, you have released the fragrance, the fragrance of Christ. The fragrance of Christ. Lord, I thank you for the fragrance of Christ upon my life. Upon my life, Lord. I am like this one leper who came back to you to say thank you. I thank you for the fragrance, fragrance, fragrance of Christ. You trusted me. You trusted me. And you released the fragrance of Christ upon my life. You trusted me, Jesus, and released the beauty of Christ upon my life. You love me and release the beauty. Oh yes, the qualities of Christ upon my life. Lord, I'm grateful. Lord, I'm thankful. Lord, you introduce a new test in my life. I'm thankful. I am grateful. Oh Lord, now I have flavor because of Jesus. I have flavor because I'm forgiven. I have flavor because I've been delivered. I have flavor and people like me, people love me. Because, oh God, of your one, of your hand, of your goodness, of your goodness upon my life. People like me. People love me. People want to be around me. It's because of your goodness. Your goodness introduced flavor in my life, Jehovah God. Come on, raise your voice and be thankful. Raise your voice and be grateful to God. Because he introduced flavor in your life. In the name of Jesus. The fragrance of Christ. Thank him for the fragrance of Christ. Thank him for the fragrance of Christ. Thank him for the fragrance of Christ. I was a non-entity. I was not a nobody. Nobody knew me. Nobody knew me. Nobody wanted to listen to me. But Lord, I thank you. Because you have made me flavor, a flavor. You have made me a flavoring agent to the entire world. You have converted my name into flavor. That I may flavor those who are around me. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Master. I thank you, Holy Ghost. Come on, raise your voice and be thankful. It is not a popular prayer, but it's a powerful prayer. Because only one out of ten give thanks to God. I pray today that you'll be among the few that give thanks to God. Because many people don't love giving thanks. They forget. We shall not forget in the name of Jesus. We shall be grateful to God for what he has done. For evoking the smell in our lives. For evoking the stench in our lives. For removing ugliness from our lives. For making us beautiful. Making us comely. Making us acceptable. Oh yes. Lord thank you. Thank you. We say thank you. I 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 say thank you Jesus. I say thank you Lord. Number three. You're going to be thankful because of the benefits. I want you to pray Psalms 103. I want you to be thankful because of Psalm 103. I will bless, bless the Lord all my soul and forget not all his benefits. Thank him for forgiving you, forgiving you of all your sins. Thank him for forgiving you of all your sins. The things you did in secret that nobody knows. God forgive you. The things you did in the cover of darkness that no man knows. Your wife does not know. Your husband does not know. Your children don't know. Your friends don't know. Your colleagues don't know. Yet God forgave you. Thank him. 
for forgiving all your iniquities. 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 Thank you for forgiving all your sins. The things you did in darkness. The abominations that you were involved in. Forgive. He forgave you. He forgave you. You didn't even feel like you, you were going to forgive yourself. But God forgave you. The things that you did. That you regretted doing them. Yet God forgave you. Thank him. Thank him today. For forgiving you of all your iniquities. Lord, thank you. For forgiving my sins. If you didn't forgive me, I will not be here today. If you didn't forgive me, I will not be standing today. If you didn't forgive me, I will not be preaching today. If you didn't forgive me, I will not be in church today. If you didn't forgive me, I will not be blessed the way I am blessed today. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me of all my iniquities. Ask him to forgive, to uh, give thanks to the Lord because of his forgiving power over your life. Hallelujah. Even when you didn't feel like you should forgive yourself, he forgave you. I also wanted to thank him for healing your diseases. You were sick and he healed you. You were on your way to the grave and he healed you. You were on the way to a hospital bed and he healed you. He has kept you from diseases. He has kept you from sicknesses. He has kept you from, from calamity. Oh, yes, give thanks to the Lord for healing you. He has even prevented some diseases from afflicting your body. You have every reason to thank him. Lord, I thank you that I'm healthy. I'm thanking, I'm thanking you, Lord, that I'm not sick. I'm thanking you, Lord, that I don't have some diseases that are plaguing the world today. I thank you, oh God, because my body is strong. My mind is strong. My heart is strong. My kidney is working well. My liver is working well. My heart is pumping blood well. My bones are intact. My, 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 my muscles are working well. My tissues are working well. My eyes, my nose, my ears, my mouth is functioning well. Lord, I thank you for healing all my diseases. I thank you for healing me. I thank you for healing me. I thank you for healing me. I thank you for keeping me away from the doctor. I thank you for keeping me away from the hospital. I thank you for keeping me away, oh yes, from medicine. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I'm grateful. Come on, open your mouth and be grateful. This is not a popular prayer. No wonder very few people make, give thanks to the Lord. Please be among the few that give thanks to the Lord because it catches God's attention. Give thanks to God. Give thanks to God. He has healed you. He has protected you from diseases, from sicknesses, from malady. He has protected you from weaknesses in your body. Lord, I thank you. The Bible says we need to thank him because he has redeemed our lives from destruction. I wish you knew how God has saved you from danger. I wish you knew how God has protected you from untimely death. I wish you knew how God covered you when you drove on that road, going to sharks or going wherever you're going. I wish you knew how God aborted the plans of the enemy against you. He is the one that redeems us, redeems your life from destruction. If he removes your hand, you'll be destroyed. But God's hand has been with you to keep you from destruction. And you can be grateful to him today. You can say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for redeeming me from destruction. Thank you, Lord, for crowning me with loving kindness and mercies. Thank you, O oh God, for satisfying my mouth with good things. Thank you, Lord, for renewing my youth 
like that of an eagle. Lord, I'm grateful. Oh yes, I don't have enough tongues to glorify you and to magnify you. Oh yes, even if I had a thousand tongues, I know it wouldn't be enough to give thanks to you, Jehovah God. I thank you, Father, for your goodness. I thank you, O oh God, for your goodness. I thank you, O oh God, for your goodness. I thank you, O oh God, for your benefits upon my life. I thank you, O oh God, for redeeming my life from destruction. I am thankful. I am thankful. I am thankful. I am thankful. When I look over my shoulder and I see the dangers that you help me evade, the dangers you help me escape, the snares of the enemy that were planted on my path and you helped me escape. The hurdles that I had to cross because of your grace. The mountains I had to climb because of your grace. The rivers I had to cross because of your grace. Lord, I'm thankful today. You did not allow my life to be destroyed. You did not allow my life to go under. You did not allow my family to go under. You protected me. You shielded me. You provided for me. Lord, I'm grateful. Lord, I'm thankful. Lord, I'm grateful. Lord, I'm thankful. Open your mouth, raise your voice and tell God, thank you. Thank him for protection. Thank him for crowning your life with loving kindness and mercies. Thank him, thank him, thank him. Open your mouth and thank him. Raise your voice and thank him. Thank him for the benefits of his goodness upon your life. Thank him for the benefits of his goodness upon your family. Thank him for the goodness, for the benefits of goodness upon your home in the name of Jesus your youth has been renewed your strength has been renewed Lord we thank you Lord we bless you I thank you Lord for your goodness it keeps running after me it surrounds me it goes ahead of me it goes before me Lord I'm thankful because you've been good you've been good to me receive thanksgiving receive thanksgiving lord we say thank you we say thank you for all the things you've done for us we say thank you for your goodness in our lives today we give you glory and we give you praise in jesus name i pray and we all shout a big amen amen hallelujah yes lord we are thankful lord we are thankful today for being good to us we'll continue with this i'm not yet done we'll go deeper and thank God for many things that he has done in our lives. This we should do always. Always. Let me tell you the sad story. The sad picture of the world today is that we are not thankful. That's why you see even many people are not online. Because they feel like it is not a powerful prayer. They thought, you know, casting devils and pulling down stronghold is the most powerful prayer if we were dealing with the prayer and we were with demons and we are rattling in the spirit and casting out evil spirits you will see a lot of people online because people think thanksgiving is not powerful yet it is very powerful it is it catches god's attention hmm? it catches god's attention you can see that today it is the lowest viewership because people think thanksgiving is not important what kind of prayer is that? Why are you telling us to thank God? Thank God for what? What has he done? Me, I want breakthrough. I want breakthrough. I want to defeat the devil. I want to pull down strongholds. I want to look. Thanksgiving is powerful. It catches God's attention. When one person came back to say thanks, oh, Jesus was touched. And he released another blessing upon that person. 
He said, may you be whole. The other one was healed. Those the, the nine were healed, but they were not whole. But this one, because he was full of thanksgiving, he became whole. That means whatever the disease had, dist had destroyed in his body was restored. Leprosy eats you up. Eats your fingers. It eats your toes. So that means the fingers grew again. The toes grew again. That's what it means to become whole. Be thankful always. Paul says, I am thankful to God always concerning you. Let us always be thankful to God because it's a powerful prayer. And we are coming tonight to be thankful to God. And I will show you why we should be thankful to God. There are many reasons why we should be thankful to God. And we are going to pray in Jesus' name. Amen. May you be whole. May you be whole because of thanksgiving. May you be whole because of an attitude of thanksgiving. May you be whole because of the spirit of thanksgiving in you. May you be whole because you have become a believer who is full of thanksgiving towards God. May you be whole for thanking God. May you be whole for coming back like this one person, falling at the feet of Jesus to say, thank you, Lord. You're blessed in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazutechero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.